Welcome, listeners, to Screen 101. We are in Brixton. John is choking on his coffee. Great start, John. Let's get some diction now in there. How are you feeling? You all right? Um, Yeah, I'm okay. I almost died. Good. Almost died. So that was a Screen 101 exclusive, The Death of John Hannaway, esteemed film critic. What do you have for breakfast? Uh, as previously mentioned, I had a... Oh. Yeah, but they didn't hear that because that oh, was an outtake. Oh, didn't you hear it? Oh, I'm sorry. That was an outtake. I'm sorry, listeners. Was that an outtake? Okay. Yeah. We do many outtakes. Um, <laughs> you know, we're not, we're not normally this good, um, uh, naturally. Um, I had a tuna melt. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know that now. Yeah, yeah but it was it is a surprise for the listeners. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm glad some, that some they... Of our, some, of they... Our, some of our hardcore fans... Yeah, we'll I, appreciate I, I that. only listen yeah. to find out what yeah. I had for breakfast. <laughs> Once I say that, everybody goes home. Yeah, they do, yeah. Anyway, see you and, later. Yeah. Even though it wasn't a surprise for me, yeah. I'm really glad that that was... They don't hang around for the film review. Once they, they find out what I had for breakfast, they, they, just, they just start listening. So, that's, yeah. so anyway. that's very true, John. <laughs> so, it was a tune out, guys. Mm. Um, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so... So, just to move on to the film, <laughs> the film review part yeah. uh, of the uh, podcast. It's why we're here. It's uh-huh. why it's why John uh, lives. It gives meaning to his life. It's true. Um, it gives it gives a lot of meaning to my life as well. Napoleon, Napoleon. Napoleon. Um, I saw this um, in the week that it came out, mm. which was the twenty second of November. Um, so we're talking a couple of weeks ago now. I saw the special preview on the Wednesday, and it came out on the Friday. John, mm. I'm still yeah, John. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit different. Um, he actually, <laughs> he he saw it yesterday. Um, he is still uh, in um, 19th century France in his <laughs> mind. Maybe the history is a good start. Mm. Um, well, because, you know more about that. Yeah, because um, this film has been heavily criticised, especially by mm. the French, um, <laughs> for its for its history. And um, I think, I believe Napoleon's quite a sacred character in France. Like he's the, um, one of the most influential people to have ever lived along with uh, Jesus, Muhammad mm, mm. Um, and William Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, well, also, so, also he's ingrained into pop culture. He's ingrained into pop culture, yeah. <laughs> um, so he's quite sacred, you know, in a way. And I think the French audience are particularly sensitive to the history. There has mm. been a backlash in France. Um and um, some of the reasons basically are that the history's the history's not completely accurate. Um, I would say there are quite many flaws. He didn't witness the execution of Marie Antoinette. I was going to ask you that. Um, yeah, he didn't. Um, he anticipated the Russian winter, and um, he did. He's been criticised for that. Right. Um, there are big gaps. Hmm. There are big gaps in the history. It skips hmm. from one thing to another. He never fired on the pyramids. You know, I the five the pyramids in yeah. Egypt. But it looks beautiful. Um, but yeah, so there's there's plenty of historical inaccuracies. <laughs> inaccuracies. Um, and it's been criticised for that. Yes. Um, it's been criticised by just the French. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. Well, yeah, I think... Um, before, before we go forward, I mean, you know, yeah. no, no, no disrespect to the French because I have many, yeah. many friends who are French. Um, especially but, especially yeah, um, uh, Daniel, who's one of our biggest fans. Oh, um, okay, interesting. So, we have no, I just wanted to get out. Hi, Daniel. I, I just, I just wanted to say that I thought was was very funny was was Ridley Scott's reaction to it. Not that I agree with him. Oh, did do you want to enlighten he, us on that? Because I haven't said, seen that. He said, "Well, the French 
hate everybody and they hate themselves. Wow. <laughs> <Literally, laughs> okay, I didn't hear that. It was literally like really a Scottish um, reaction to it. But he's turning into one of those like old cantankerous like old men like you know shouting at clouds. It's but, interesting. But, <laughs> but, he, but he is. But he, I, I admire the fact that he just doesn't care anymore. He just that's what he that's what he does. Yeah. Well, that's a really interesting <laughs> reaction. Um, and I think you're right. I think the major backlash was from. Um, well, I'm saying the, it's not the, it's not right to get you know yeah, to put I think, historical inaccuracies into films. No, I, I think the main backlash was, was, was funny. What <laughs> was from the French audience? Um, and I think it was brave of an English director to tackle that mm-hmm. because uh, notoriously. You know, we're best enemies with the French, you know, French and English, you know, they're notoriously kind of competitive. Um, But um, but yeah, the backlash was from the French. So Scott, I think, was banking on the English audience on the West, you know, the American audience um, appreciating this film. Yeah. Um, But I think there are some kind of criticisms that are valid uh, coming from um, uh, the French. It's not just the kind of historical inaccuracies. Um, it's uh, Phoenix himself Um, he's now 49 the film starts off um, Napoleon is supposed to be 24 he was really young he Mm. was like a young prodigy Napoleon and um, Phoenix is is 49 so he's lacking that kind of youthful energy in the beginning Um, so there's that which you could say is quite valid that's Mm. quite valid Mm. Um, and he kind of um, talking about the historical inaccuracies, he kind of it's very the film's very focused on the battle scenes and it goes it goes from battle to battle to battle. Now, does it give us an overview? Is what I'm saying. Does it give us enough of an overview, or of, is it just battle after battle after of battle? the man of the man himself of the man and of the politics mm-hmm. of the politics mm-hmm. of the time mm-hmm. of the decade? Mm-hmm. You know, because I would have liked to have known more about the politics, the mm-hmm. um, international relationships, the kind of you know. And basically, what the film does is it it looks at the battlefields and it mirrors that in his relationship to Josephine. Yeah, that's that's um, that's, that's that's the key. Part. So that's, yeah, that's yeah. the key. Part. So so yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, there are yeah. some criticisms you could you could throw at this. I think we should acknowledge that 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 the kind of historical inaccuracies um, and that. Uh, Ridley Scott, what he's really good at is 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 the spectacle, the battles, yeah. um, and he's been getting some really good reviews. Peter Bradshaw giving him five stars, which is for that. amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. it's, it's yeah. Peter Bradshaw, yeah. like you were saying earlier. Mm. I mean, that's amazing. I've always loved Ridley Scott, mainly because I I, I personally, if I ever, ever become a director, um, it will be I'll be a very visual director. And this is completely on 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 display. Well, one thing that I that, that I found out recently is that um, well, I knew that James Cameron was a storyboarder, and I knew that Spielberg was a storyboarder, but I didn't realize that Ridley storyboarded every one of these films as well. I knew that he, I knew that he did. When you say storyboarder, what do you mean? Well, exactly that. Like they 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 draw their artists, so they 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 draw their own storyboards. Um, so. Uh, they're called they're called Ridley Grams, which I love. I love that. I didn't realize that. Uh, I have been a fan of his for a while. Um, I've always admired the way that um, he's a very skilled artist in terms of like of, of lighting, um, expressive, um, and dynamic shots. Um, he, expressive lighting in particular. I've always been a fan of that. Do you know what it is about 
about this that stands out. Um, when he when he chooses to to write with a very with a very strong um, scriptwriter, that's when you get something special. There's been some there's been some sort of low par Scott films, and it tends to be based on the script. If you think way back to uh, to Alien and Blade Runner, the reason why they're so successful, um, Blade Runner in particular, obviously being an adaptation of to Android's Dream of Electric um, Sheep, but um, the screenwriter uh, David Peoples. Um, I mean, you think about Alien too, like uh, Dan O'Brien, like they're just they're just great scripts. And when and when Scott works with great scripts, that's when he's on fire. The thing that is great about Napoleon that I started to think uh, after I saw it was that it's it's an interesting little uh, indie character piece that has Ridley Scott directing it. <laughs> All the historical inaccuracies, you know. As after listening to you, they stand out like a sore thumb. But what Scott is more concerned with is is the relationship between um, Napoleon and Josephine. Um, and it's it's actually it's actually hilarious. Um, there's kind of a uh, like a deadpan sort of uh, comedy between the, between the two of them. Uh, he's there's an undeniable chemistry yeah, between those. But two. And that, uh, I mean, somebody wrote an article recently about Joaquin um, Phoenix's um, Miserable Men. Um, with a shout out to um, Billy Walker. Um, but her article was really interesting. But it, it's, there's a link between all of these characters. Um, uh, I, I think the point I'm trying to make is that on on a filmic level, there's a, there's a lot to enjoy in, in this. Ridley Scott is... Sometimes, like for example, *The Kingdom of Heaven* is a beautiful film, but the script is 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 all over the place. The script is overlong, lacks focus. This is a really good script. Um, uh, the writer um, David uh, Scar- Scarper. Um, what What's really interesting um, is that it's it's not. You know, you talked about the fact that the history, the history, the um, you, you would have wanted more about the politics, more of an all-encompassing view of everything. What's interesting about this is, like I said, I'm going to make this key point, is that it's Scott making a kind of twisted character study between, between um, Josephine and Napoleon. And it, it is David Scarper's script that really helps in this. It's a great, great um, collaboration. It's more, in my opinion... It's it's more of a close up of the men rather than a, rather than a broader, all encompassing account. My my response that's to that works. <laughs> yeah, a, I I I think that's a good point. But my response to that um, is then why have the battle scenes at all? Because because yeah because it's, because really because it's a really Scott film. Yeah, I mean like but that's not I don't think that's a good enough reason. Like it doesn't it, it doesn't add the like I love the battle scenes. But then, but then, mm. you know, mm. like, why mm. include them if this is a character study? Because, because, do, because. Do you see what I no, mean? I think, I think it makes it more interesting. I think it makes it really interesting. I think it's like, like a weird hybrid, and I kind of love that. It's like it, it, it is a really Scott film with the with these epic, the Battle of Waterloo is so hilariously recreated. Um, the Duke of Wellington, perfectly. Rupert Everett. Rupert Everett perfectly cast as the Duke of Wellington, and because you can see how he storyboarded that. 
because the Duke is looking through the eyepiece to see Napoleon standing cross-armed in the tent. And you can literally, I mean, if you look at, you go online, you can see Scott's storyboards for that. And what you see on the screen is exactly what he's talking I mean, you know, Scott is like a, he's a, he's a, he's a technician. He's, he's a problem solver. He's a, he's a micromanager. He's just a fucking great fucking technical director. <laughs> he's just brilliant. <laughs> Like in, and you know, he's what did you, what are you, when are you going to go and expect? If you want to find out about Napoleon, you can, you can read about Napoleon. You can, there's a thousand books about Napoleon. There's, there's so much information. If you want to find out the history of it, or do you want to go in and watch a Ridley Scott film, knowing that it's going to be beautiful, it's going to be uh, technical marvel, it's going to use all of all of these skills, eighty years old. Like he's still one of the one of the busiest men in Hollywood, but also but also you've got an amazing performance by Joaquin, and also got a brilliant performance by Vanessa Kirby, who might be up for yeah. an Oscar. The, 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 as, Vanessa as Kirby, Vanessa Kirby. Um, I've read I've read I read a review um, from the from the French critic. Um, oh, interesting. <laughs> her, her her name is Agnes Poirier. Mm. Um, and she hated the film, but she acknowledged, <laughs> but she acknowledged that Vanessa yeah, Kirby right, of course, was good. Yeah. Um, and I think she's a good up-and-coming actress mm. in Hollywood. She's been nominated for an Oscar already. Um, she's great. For, in yeah, um, I mean, you know, that's pieces of a work. That's, that's not. I'll go back to the, I mentioned about the article about Joaquin's *Miserable Men*, um, which there's a link in in um, way back to *Walk the Line*. Joaquin's been paying, playing these like. Uh, these um, men in pain, <laughs> um, all the way through from Walking the Line to Her, uh, recently Beauty is Afraid, mm. um, going going way back to um, uh, you wouldn't you would never, never really hear the master. Mm. Uh, so there's that to enjoy about it too. It's it, it's it's another painful performance by Joaquin of, of male anxiety, um, male masculinity in crisis I don't think you can look at this movie you can look at this movie so you and don't go, think Napoleon's the hero in oh this god, film god he's not betrayed as, he's betrayed as a, as a snivelling <laughs> not an idiot he's a he's a he's a, he's a master he's, he's a master like, battle technician he's pretty good at winning wars yeah <laughs> and that, he also has an ego doesn't he yeah right? and, and he he's has flawed a, well there's the Napoleon complex yeah yeah right yeah. He's okay. So what's really interesting about this movie is he's terrible at sex. Oh yeah, yeah. and he's, yeah. he's really good at battles. And it's nice to see that. Normally, you get the opposite in a Hollywood movie, mm. where like yeah, the guy is good at everything. That's true. So you can't you can't criticize Scott for 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 make for not an accurate portrayal metaphorically of what Napoleon represents. I think we're being a little bit harsh on this movie because. If you focus just on the historical inaccuracies, you're forgetting what they what they they basically had a good script, good yeah, good script, I, good script I, writer, good director. They came together. Napoleon uh, Scott delivered a hundred percent on on his craft as as usual, but he worked with a more interesting script, which focused on to, on on the characters. Yes, would it have been probably been a masterpiece if it was more historically inaccurate and more and more like all in compromising. Oh. Um, encompassing encompassing yeah. sorry um, y- y- yes but um, I think it's more interesting because Scott doesn't normally 
he doesn't normally focus solely in on characters like that. Uh, like I was talking, I'm, I'm referring to like Kingdom of Heaven, which is which is all over the place. Um, yes, some, some, yeah. Some some of his worst movies that look beautiful have terrible scripts. This is yeah. the, this is not the case. Mm. This is this this looks beautiful. It, uh, the craft is amazing as usual from Scott, but it has a, a sense of two really good performances from Vanessa Kirby and Joaquin Phoenix, and I I that I enjoyed it. There's also one thing we have not mentioned. How funny it is? Did you yeah, find it funny? Yeah, that's an important point. Um, yeah, I did find it funny. I I think the, a lot of the humor came from Napoleon's petulance. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, you think you're so great because you have boats. Yeah. <laughs> You know, um, so great because you get those. Yeah, yeah. And, he, um, and he and he and he sort of uh, delivered it like, like a petulant child. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean. The flawed character. The flawed character. Yeah, that's all of that, that was yeah. brilliant. Like you know, and um, he's he's whining. He's he's very he's very naive. I, I I love that scene. Even though okay, he didn't bomb the pyramids, but like how beautiful did it look? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, how beautiful did the pyramids getting bombed look? Though? Yeah, that was. <laughs> A beautiful, he might have not done it, but it looked really a Scott moment, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I don't. I mean, I know. I understand. I understand the arguments, and I, of course, I get it. Like I'm not French, so like personally, I'm not a nationalist. I'm I English, but I'm not a nationalist. I don't care. For me, it is about the craft. I think I'd be more annoyed at Scott if he didn't, if he suddenly lost his ability to craft a movie. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I walked in there and it looked yeah. like, and it looked like, like, yeah. like um, an episode of EastEnders. I'd, I'd walk out being disappointed. But he never fails to do that. He never fails to be an amazing craftsmanship craftsman yeah. at eighty. So if it, if it's wrong for me to admire this director still being a brilliant craftsman, craftsman, yeah, brilliant at his brilliant at his craft, then. For me, that's more important. I think we're, the the way that we're progressing is we're we're seeing these films like auteur pieces. Um, yeah. Now, is it is it is it is that the correct approach? I mean, because I think it is. It's essentially a collaborative effort, though. I mean, but, we're talking, but, yeah. but mm. we can talk about Scott's vision mm. and the storyboards that you mentioned. Mm. He really clearly communicates his vision because he's a good artist, because he storyboards so meticulously. Mm. This is filtered down into everybody who works on on the film. Exactly. Um, yeah. Everybody who works in in the positions in the in the kind of camera operations artistic positions um we can also talk about his kind of uh tension building suspense and the atmosphere exactly the same as david fincher the mise-en-scene is so important for mm, that and the mm, details mm. uh world building mm. to immerse yourself mm. in a world like that uh and to create that kind of tension it needs that detail mm -hmm. it needs the mise-en-scene it needs the world building but it also needs a good script um, and a good script, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Believable. That's, that's the point. That's script, what I'm making. Yeah. Scott is not. He's not perfect. He's making yeah. terrible films, yeah. and, and most of the most of the bad films that he's made are because of it has a bad script. But when he gets something like when he gets a brilliant script, when he gets a great idea, that's when you get some of the greatest films ever made. Blade Runner, Alien, like Gladiator, um, and I think this is what this is for me. This is at the higher level for Scott. There's, there's, I don't think it's his best work. Not his best work, but it's not. It's not like it's like it's not. It's not like two star Scott. It's not three. I think it's four star Scott, mm. and it's like not five star Scott. But it's it's not. It's at the higher level of his filmography, it's, it's which is impressive. He, he always returns <laughs> to the historical epics, doesn't he? He's yeah. obviously interested in history. Yeah. Um. You know, from Gladiator, Gladiator Kingdom of Heaven, Heaven. Don't forget 1492 um, Conquest of Power, which was his yeah. first historical. Yeah. 
first well, the per- ju- period of the duelists was his the first. duelists yeah which, yeah, which, which was, was the same era yeah. set in the Napoleonic era as yeah. well yeah but, 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 um, that, but that focused on two dueling um, uh, swordsmen in, the, in, in Napoleon's army yeah. I mean oh, like yeah. I, I obviously grew up you know hearing about Napoleon as we all did in, in, in this country the, uh, this thing, you know what we should talk about is what makes me laugh is, is how ingrained he is in the popular culture and let's talk about two films uh one film that keeps popping up and whenever you whenever anybody's talking about uh, Napoleon um, I don't know if you're, if you're online or if you're like you're streaming whatever you're following Facebook or whatever Twitter uh, there's a <laughs> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure oh yeah because Napoleon the, 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 the comedy adaptation yeah. of Napoleon in <laughs> that and there's lots of like memes <laughs> yeah. of like this Bill and Ted like you know like uh, sort of or there's like uh, Duke of Wellington looking for blockers and then seeing the seeing the comedy Napoleon, <laughs> like you know, like outside the mall, so that kind of stuff, and then there's Napoleon Dynamite as well, like yeah. So there's all this, but is that is that? Oh, what I'm saying, what, what's interesting about it is like that's the general pop pop culture of like Napoleon was a bit mm. of goofy, yeah. That he is, was a bit yeah. disrespected without knowing the historical accuracy of it. He considered to be a man like too too small for his big boots, I guess. Yeah, and I think like, you're right. I and the Napoleon complex point. comes from that as yeah, well. So yeah. I, I think for that essence, Scott's really like zeroed in with the screenwriter on on the this kind of ridiculousness of the man. <laughs> yeah. And Wacking does a great performance but, to put that forward. I and just I don't yeah, think I would, it, it, it needs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like I said to you earlier. It's it's a it's not an it's not an, it's not a broad. It's a it's a narrower. But I look. would I would argue that actually um, Napoleon wasn't particularly short. Um, all this kind of goofiness and this short man complex. Yeah, yeah, it's inaccurate. It's inaccurate. It's the popular culture. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the myth. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether it's accurate or yeah. not, do you know what I mean? But, but, so, I, but, but he's that's th- whether you that is actually because in in the movie that is, that the shortness isn't focused on. No, he, no. It, he doesn't seem shorter than anybody yeah, yeah. else. But from that true. one moment, do you remember when he was looking at the mummy? Yeah, and yeah. I think he was standing on a. On a oh, pedestal platform, platform yeah. to be eye Do you think to that was with, part of the comedy? I couldn't. I, could, I was trying to think out that was intentional yeah. or not. Well, that was, was interesting. A, it might have been an in joke to the fact that he wasn't short. Yeah. Because because it, it wasn't. He just didn't seem a particularly short person. Even yeah. standing eye to eye with everybody else. I mean, look. I even, mean, even 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 like um, Josephine's character. I d- he didn't seem shorter or taller than Josephine. I I, I will <laughs> I will yeah. talk about the history because because I think that it's it's even if. We, we both enjoyed the film and I think that it's it's an amazing historical epic but I think that if you want something to compare it to um, then Napoleon actually was was an incredible historical figure he won mm. 86% of his battles yeah yeah, but, yeah, right? yeah. that is unprecedented it was pretty good at no battles. other so general pretty good at battles, yeah that I, needs I to be acknowledged yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean he and he and also the social reforms that mm. he brought to France are still, you know, still in, in place today. In place today yeah. So he's that kind of mm. figure, you know, the the, I agree. the, the I agree. reform, mm. the reforms in France. Mm. Um, it's very important. He did some good things and bad mm. things, but all that is very. Important. I don't get me wrong. I when I first, like I said to you earlier, when I first started watching it, I had, there was a nigging little thing in my brain going. Mm, I can understand why this annoys people. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I knew what I was there for. It was to enjoy a Ridley Scott film and to see if he's doing something different, which he did. Yeah, um, um, and, and I, I and I I detached all of that stuff 
to enjoy the film. Let's put it aside. Yeah. But to was, be able to enjoy the film. To be able to enjoy it. Yeah. But when I first walked in, I thought, well, I can understand why people were pissed off. I, yeah. I mean, like, I, I, it'd be more interesting to see an independent, low-budget French film about Napoleon. Yeah, yeah. Played with, with a French yeah. actor. Of course, yeah. I would go and see that, too. Yeah. But I don't think that we should... I don't think that we, you know... I don't think that it means that we, we, we should be unable to enjoy what, what Scott's pretty good at. Well, let, me, let me play devil's advocate here and ask you a question before we, we wrap up, because I think um, we've, we've covered quite a lot now. Um, but, you know, as you, you're English, Ridley Scott's English. Um, you've got I, I Irish. Am English, yeah. you've got I, some, Apologies. You've got Irish. <laughs> but you've got, actually, you're, you, you're Irish as well. Uh, well, no, but, no, no. I'm, my, my dad was half Irish. Yeah, your dad was half Irish. Yeah, okay. So you're not you're not strictly speaking English. You've got mm. um, you, you consider blood. yourself slight. You know you consider yourself Irish as well. I mean you well, talk about that. I, I guess uh, cultural um, Irish isn't very much. Dad's, yeah. my dad's more more Irish. My my okay. granddad was Irish. Yeah. yeah so that's mm. interesting. But when you watch a film like this, um, directed by an Englishman, mm. and you're looking at people like you're looking at Waterloo, mm. um, do you think that the English come off quite well in this? Unintentionally, That's an interesting because because yeah because yeah yeah, that, that, yeah Christopher Nolan suffers from the same syndrome. Mm. All right, especially in films like Dunkirk, which was which was uh, almost um, at like <laughs> dis, dis, I don't want to say ridiculously patriotic towards the English, <laughs> right? And and. And that sometimes, I think, for Christopher Nolan especially, that's a problem, right? I, I, I think I don't. I'm not like you, as you know. I'm, I'm, I'm half Greek English, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't. I'm not as patriotic as some. No, I don't um, think you are. No, no I'm, so that actually was a problem. You're for not me. preaching anyway. No, when I saw Dunkirk, that was a problem. Really? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I wonder if you think that Scott suffers from the same. Um, uh, you know, like, like viewpoint problems. Okay, so that's a good point. Jacob mm. Wellington did come across quite positive in a quite yeah. a positive way. Yeah, because you knew that that was Napoleon. He, he was facing. His he war- seemed a bit. He was facing up. his Waterloo. Yeah, and it, you know, uh, to quote the famous. Do you think the English came off quite better uh, than the French? I think no. I know you could tell that. I, Better. I mean, he was he was portrayed as uh, just, as as just as like egotistical. Like, yeah. The Duke of Wellington was like even he ever had a had a had a half like a half frozen mouth, didn't he? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was like, I was like <laughs> yeah, we've let this guy, <laughs> we've let this guy get away with this for too long. <laughs> so it was very. It wasn't like a. But that okay. I'll, I'll be honest. I did feel. A sudden wave of, you know, yeah. Really? Did you? <laughs> oh yeah, we were the ones that <laughs> we were the ones that stopped him. Yeah. Yeah. You so see, I you know, did. It, I didn't um, feel that, but that like, was what I was asked. Why I was asking. It wasn't. You it, it, it wasn't like, like yeah, yeah. we were portrayed in a very over, overly negative way. Yeah. It was yeah. very. Yeah. It was a little bit like there yeah. was there was a little bit of um. Have you seen um Black Ella? Yeah, uh, Rick Mel. Rick Mel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like huzzah. <laughs> there was yeah. a bit. There was a bit of um, Rick Mel's character from like I don't know. There was, uh, there was a bit of that, <laughs> yeah. and I admit that was there. And that, to be fair, maybe that was intentional from the Scott. There was a bit like you know, there yeah. was a bit of that and, bombastic and, Duke of Wellington because there's so many pubs in England that are still called the Duke yeah, of Wellington. Exactly yeah. for that for that reason. Yeah. Um, so um, I'll give you that. So but... so let let's close <laughs> off. Let's close off where we began because I think Ridley Scott. What you pointed out was that his comments towards the French 
was like the French hate everybody <laughs> and themselves, right? So, so that is, I mean, like, I, I, I think what my conclusion is now is that he is a very English director and he's English centric, okay? And the English come off quite well but, in this, but. and it's an outsider looking at the French. Okay, so and that kind of mm. patriotism mm. that kind of um, Christopher Nolan also uh, displays um, doesn't really appeal to me. But, I, but I, it was a good mm, film. It I don't think that. But I didn't walk out thinking that we're the greatest country in the world. No, no. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, he was. Jacob Wellington was still great as, as a figure and, a, and an English school maniac, just the same. Yeah, they were like one of the two. They were like you know equally as bad as each other. But you were like, very you were very honest. I, 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 honest, I got you a little bit honest that's, in saying that's, that's, yeah, that's we were the ones. Probably being a little bit too honest. Yeah, um, no, no, no. You know, that, <laughs> that's what we need. We need that but, honesty. But yes, um, I'll give you yeah, that because yeah. there was a little bit of like, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I don't but, think that was um, Scott's intention. To summarise, you know, it was it was it was a it was Ridley Scott doing again. We always, we said this last week about David Fincher, but I think they're very comparable, The Killer and this, because it's an auteur making a just a, a very good, mm. solid mm. auteur film. You know, but, that's but, a master but, of his craft. But, but you know, Finch is more likely to run into less trouble than Scott. Because there isn't a whole nation that's going <laughs> to come chasing no, in after In fact, him. he was quite. Um, it, it might just be some fans of the graphic novel. The he was quite kind about the French in his one. Yeah. And again, so, we're talking about. So you got to remind Scott's kind of, Scott's yeah. old man kind of like actually him like. Yeah. Uh, Scott, if you if you listen to him interview, he's like, well, I don't care. Yeah. No, he's at the they point. They, yeah. They, and, they hate each other. Really. <laughs> yeah. Well, let, yeah. I mean. He's at that point in his career. He doesn't even need to care. He doesn't care. need to. He's he doesn't like need 80 to years old. He's like, but, I just carry on making films. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, okay. So great film, great cast. Um, I want to give a shout out to some of the cast. Um, we talked about Joaquin Phoenix. Vanessa Kirby was really good. Uh, Rupert Everett, we've talked about as the Duke of Wellington. Uh, Miles Jupp, I want to talk about as Emperor Francis I um, because he was... I thought he was great, Miles Jupp. He's a regular um, on panel shows in the UK. He's a comedian. Um, he goes on stuff like Would I Lie to You? Um, Have I Got News for You? Um, he's on Radio 4 a lot. Uh, Miles Jupp, perfectly cast um, as, Emperor Fra- as Emperor Francis I. If you don't know Miles Jupp, look him up um, because he is a good one um, and he was that was really good casting. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah to, to kind of summarising we, we kind of like the film it has issues um, it's a four star Scott film um, and the battles are good and it's a good character study um, anything to add John? Um, yes about Miles Jupp yes I, he's been around he's been on like English panel, panel shows oh for, for years very funny yeah. man and yeah. he was perfectly cast yeah. um, he was perfect I agree um and he was very funny. Um, that was actually there were quite a lot of like English character actors. Do you remember that sketch show um, called the Green? It's Green Room. The Green Room sketch show. Or the Gr- Green Wing. It was Green Green Wing. That was it. Which? Car- uh, oh yeah, Green Wing. Yes, that's a really good shout. Yeah. Um, but that was. I mean, you know, it was. Uh, obviously. That yeah, was, that was Julian Rind Tut um, as. Uh, Skies. He was a French. Um, he was a French general who who handed power to Napoleon yeah. um, after the revolution. Yeah, yeah, he was quite good in that. Um, no, no, nothing to add. Um, yeah, I think I've said my piece. 
Yeah, I mean, okay, we agree. Good film, issues, but um, I don't regret seeing it. And I'm looking forward to the French version, uh, the low-budget French ver- version uh, in black and the white. independent French. Yeah, in, in that would French be brilliant. Of Napoleon that goes, this is what really happened. thanks very much so welcome welcome one and all to the um final part of our podcast um the the podcast that everyone tunes in uh tunes in for other other than uh john's breakfast um (laughs) this is the this is the next best thing i told you um, um, we we've watched two trailers and for those of you who don't already know the format we basically decide whether these films can be released um, or whether they are ultimately locked into screen one one the vaults of screen one and, and there are some bad films oh, in that, there in, are in, some on bad that films in the, um, that, that that it's almost like a living hell. You should never um, open you that vault. Wanna, you should never open that vault. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so um, first up, we have uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, this is, of course, um, the um, remake. I think it's um, you can call it that. The Brad Pitt um, and Angelina uh, Jolie. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, and then, famously, um, the actually the um, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie met and fell in love on the set That's of the true. first film. They did, they did, um, they did, they did. And um, I, I didn't, I didn't really like it that much. I just thought it was a star vehicle, basically that film. Just very boring, mm. like formulaic action set pieces. I might not be doing it justice. I haven't seen it for a while. Um, it's, so, not, it's, it's not um, that bad. Okay, all right. It has, well, it, uh, uh, it's directed by Doug Liman. Okay. You know who? Okay. Do, you remember, do, you remember, do you remember him? You remember Go? Go. You remember, okay. You remember Swingers? Wow. That, that Doug Lyman, who went from wow swingers go to action director because he did Miss and Richard Smith and then did um, Jumper, which was Hayden Christian. Wow. And then he became okay. an action director. But yeah, for me that's a that's a hell of a downwards tra- yeah, trajectory. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Um, from, from swingers, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's really interesting. So and and the first Born Identity, of course. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, that was his okay. peak. That was his peak. Yeah, that, that, that was transition. That, yeah, that that Born was, was Born was that yeah. was that first. Yeah. Sorry, Born was that transition yeah. to action director. From, okay, and then so, Jumper and Mr. Smith came up. Okay, yeah. so so Born was like his entry, you, his amazing entry into that genre. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's really interesting. Um, uh, so okay, so this one, so. Uh, watching the trailer for this, neither of us really expected that much, did mm, we? I, um, I would, you know, just like another Hollywood, yeah, kind another of, Hollywood remake, like yeah. remake of a kind of uh, formulaic romance slash action. We've seen it all before. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I've seen it all before. Um, but actually, um, I think both of us were pleasantly surprised. Um, I was. Mainly, you know what? You know what? You know what? Uh, my main, my main surprise was well, not surprise, but pleasure was to know that Donald Glover is is yeah. Donald Glover in the main role. So the um, car, the casting is interesting. Yeah, like John Chaturro. Um, for the for, um, the for the main characters, at yeah. least it's been well cast. Yeah, and I it would looks, say that. And it looks funny. It looks witty. It looks inventive, and it looks like they haven't just slavishly done something, you know, um, pointless. It looks like yeah. there's a bit of effort involved. Yeah, uh, um, and it's it's an Asian actress, um, Maya. Erskine in the uh, in the opposite role yeah. um, and she's um, done a lot of Asian films actually Blue Eye Samurai DC League of Super Pets 
Obi-Wan Kenobi, Bob's Burger, she's been in. Um, so she's an interesting, she's a really interesting choice yeah, for she that is an interesting choice. As, as, so, as, as, well, um, Glover, you know, this, the opening of the trailer, Glover looks smooth as hell. Yeah, he really and does. I, and I just enjoy yeah. it because he has, he's always, he's smooth, but like, if, 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 I don't know if you're fans of his, but like, um, uh, uh, Community, you know, the team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's always, he's goofy yeah. in that. Yeah. And then he got yeah. cast as, um, yeah. as the ultimate, like, yeah. um, Charmer Lando in yeah. Soho. Yeah. But then he was a bit, he wasn't like always front and center. But here, it looks like he's just got to be a very, very cool, suave Donald Glover. So I like that. that yeah, and um, obviously he's multi talented, childish Gambino as childish well. Gambino. Um, indeed, uh, indeed, uh, indeed, he's indeed, got indeed. A, a huge music, music career yep. as well. Great music video. Um, yeah, and um, so this does look interesting. And um, uh, much to my surprise, the trailer looked like a sophisticated and interesting action. It, it, it film. looked, and what, it looked what the first one should like, have been. Yeah, mm. what the first one should have been. It looked like an updated version, <laughs> mm. and they were kind of witty, um, like, "How's your marriage going?" You know, mm. should, I think mm. we should end this. What our marriage or the yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were some kind of witty lines in there that was. It that looked were a bit sharper than like it, sharper. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. It I'm sharper than the first one. Um, but so, I, I, yeah. I quite enjoyed the first. There, there was there was definitely a chemistry between as between Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie in the first one, which left them getting married, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah but um, this does. But I, but I, I like the chemistry between the two leads here. It's kind of different. It's fresh. Um, yeah. You could so, argue that it's. You could argue that it's. You know. Diverse casting just just to be, but I don't think so. I think they've really thought about. Um, yeah. No, I think they've thought about, about it, the yeah. characters here. Uh, yeah. I, think I think it's not like stunt casting. I think it looks it, look, it looks good. It does look good. So, John, um, I think we 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 know. I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. Um, is this going in Screen 101, or is this allowed to be released? It's allowed to be released. Yes. Excellent. So the whole production company, the stars. The crew, the director, the writer—they'll be so, thrilled okay, to hear that it's they're okay. actually being allowed you're to be gonna, released. You're going to make some um, money from. You're going to make some money, guys, um, and it's thanks to the guys at Screen One Hundred One um, who give you that privilege. It's going to be released um, on the second of February, twenty twenty-four, and you don't even have to leave the house to watch it because it's a limited series on Amazon Prime. So we recommend that you go out and watch it from the comfort of your own home. Go into your lounges and watch it on your TVs or use your desktops. Um, it is a limited series on Amazon Prime. Okay, so on that bombshell, um, we're going to sign out um, for another week. We will be back again soon. Um, I've enjoyed myself. John, have you enjoyed it? I always enjoy myself. Yeah, of course. Well, um, when, do, when I do this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's getting a bit deep again, John, into your into your into your private life. We don't always enjoy every moment of our lives, sure. Um, <laughs> so um, uh, we're going to end on a joke as we always do. Um, John, get ready because this one is a zinger. Jesus. You're going to love this one. Um, <laughs> okay. What did the skeleton fish say when he swam into a wall? Why do we have to do the jokes? <laughs> You're going to say, I don't know. Uh, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Damn. See you later.
You can enjoy this one from the comfort of your own home as it's a limited TV series on Amazon Prime. Um, And as we said before, it's coming out in February. So enjoy and um, go and see it from the comfort of your own home.